0: Hi, it's Neil Kamado here with episode 25 of the Tutor Podcast. That's all you need to know to start, grow and love your tutoring business. And today we're going to be talking about killer copywriting for your tutoring business. It's actually the first of a three-part mini-series about copywriting for business. And I think it's a skill that everyone should have because even if you're not going to write your own copy, you'll need to brief someone to do the copywriting for you. And you'll need to know what good copywriting is and what it isn't so that you're not paying for rubbish. Now, in the broadest terms, copies any writing used to promote your business or contain your ideas. That could be an advertisement, a web page, a sales letter, a blog, a book, or even the script for a podcast. Your business's marketing, and particularly the online part of it, will stand all four by your copy. So pay attention to it. Words are your weapons, they're your shield and your defence. They're your best recruiting sergeants. Oh, and by the way, the Tudor podcast isn't really scripted. It's mostly me having fun, opening up the microphone and talking and trying to help other people to avoid the stupid mistakes I've made so that you can have more good things happen for you. So let's crack on with it. Here are the first 10 top tips for killer copy. And these are the first ten because they're the things that you really want to have in your mind before you put pen to paper or before you press a key on your keyboard or talk into your voice to text software,
1: however you're capturing the text. Have this stuff in mind first. Number one be a real person. People
0: tend to buy from other people, so one of the most important things of all is just be yourself. Have a real human voice. Don't be a corporate mouthpiece spouting business buzzwords and bullshit. Be authentically yourself. If you are a bullshit artist, that will always come and bite you in the backside because people have very good, very powerful bullshit filters
1: these days. So just be, be straightforwardly yourself. If you drop your H's, drop your H's. You know, it's
0: it's that kind of thing. Don't put on airs and graces, flowery language, fancy words. Just write with your own voice, as comes naturally to
1: you. Oh, and that's a figuratively dropping your H's, by the way. Okay, number two then. Have a
0: consideration for your audience. Always know who it is that you're writing for. Uh, I know we've spoken before on the podcast about the ideal customer for you, your demographic. What are their ages? What sex are they, income? How much money do they make? How do they speak? What are their skills and background? Where are they, for instance? That's a whole raft of things for you to consider. And you'll be able to have that in the back of your mind it will help you to use the right language for that audience
1: and make sure that you're not talking street patter to a 55 year old accountant okay number three this is a biggie know what it is your audience problem is what do they need there's no point
0: putting copy out there if you're not going to solve a customer's problem because why else are they going to buy from you? Why would they bother reading the copy? There's so many other things that could distract them. What we're aiming to do is provide the right solution to the problem of the right people for us, express that in the right ways. I suppose the great question you could ask your customers is where does it hurt? Do this with your current customers, why are they working with you? Where does it hurt for them? And what's the pain that you're turning off? And this links directly into item 4 on my list, which is frame your product and service as the sensible, the logical solution to their problem and their pain.
1: There is no point putting stuff out there that people don't want. So make sure that your product and your service is seen as the answer.
0: If it isn't, they will go and find something that is the answer to their problem. So frame your product. If you don't know what a frame is, it's an LP term that, that I use a lot. It's the things that surround what you actually do. For me, it's the setting, the language, the teaching room. My billboards outside the house, the fact that I'm professional, it's my website, everything is designed to frame me as a professional provider of guitar tuition. And that has changed considerably over time from when I was just getting started to where I am now, which
1: is booked solid every week And, and really able to pick and choose who I work with.
0: But everything that surrounds what I actually do face to face with the
1: student is designed to position me as an expert who has the answers to the problems of my customers. Okay.
0: Number five. This is a good one and they're all good, but this is a particularly strong one. And it's something that when we're in retail, my business partner, I weren't particularly brilliant at whilst we got started. And it says, focus on the benefits to the audience of your product. Quite frankly, very few people care about your product features. What they care about is what it'll do for them. A the cliched old idea here is don't sell them a drill, sell them a hole. If that makes sense to you, people want the hole in the wall, they don't care that the drill itself is carbide tipped high-speed steel Lays the ground whatever it is
1: they just want the hole that that drill will provide for them so if you're say as i am a guitar
0: teacher don't sell them your wealth of experience your various qualifications your your band credentials if you like if you're still out playing live all that stuff is a feature of you but what they want is the benefit to them so that might be they'll understand the instrument they'll understand the dots on the page when you teach them to read they'll understand the ease and simplicity of music they will be able to compose their own music use a in my case use a proven system to take a song apart understand why it does what it does and play it out of thin air
1: they'll always know where the right notes are on the guitar in any style and any key they will have improved
0: speed dynamics and so on you just tell them the benefits of working with you for instance one of my key selling points I suppose for me is I use a lot of accelerated learning techniques and
1: I'll come in a later edition of the podcast I'll cover some of those points with you so always sell the
0: benefits to your customer don't sell them the features because they're not interested unless they're complete train spotters so what we're using here is something called the PAR formula that's P a r formula conventionally this is problem agitate and resolve personally i prefer to couch this as problem amplify resolve within the copy if i'm writing a simple web page for instance i'll outline what the problem is that the customer has this enables the reader to know that they're in the right place this seems so obvious, but a lot of us miss it. First thing we do is bounce off and tell everybody how fabulous we are, and they're uninterested. They want to know if we've got the answer to their problems.
1: The second part of that is agitate or amplify that problem. We're going to, in our copy, tell them why their problem is a problem, tell them why they need to fix
0: the problem. Tell them the downsides of not fixing the problem. Basically, increase the level of discomfort and awareness of that discomfort that they already have. And then the R component is resolve. And that's where we tell them why we are the solution to their problems.
1: So whatever it is you teach, tell them the problem that they have with what it is you teach. Make that problem bigger
0: in their mind and then tell them how it is that you're going to be able to resolve that problem for them and turn off their pain. Okay, point seven. It's real simple. When you're planning copy,
1: set yourself a word count limit. This is huge. Unless you are writing a massive long form sales letter, set yourself a word count And stick to it.
0: Don't waffle. Don't go off on a tangent. Just get the thing you wanted to say, said, in the right way, in as few words as possible.
1: Point eight then. Make mistakes. One of the biggest obstacles to writing anything down is the belief that you have to get it perfect right out of the box.
0: But you won't. So what I'd suggest to you is that you take on Ernest Hemingway's famous uh, attitude, if you like, of writing quotes, shitty first drafts, end quotes. Write it really badly at first. Make lots and lots of mistakes. Because you can go tidy it up later. Because point nine, of course, is that it's not writing. It's rewriting. The whole point of that shitty first draft that we've just
1: spoken about is that you get something down. And then you can go back, revisit it, and rewrite it.
0: A few years ago, I had the pleasure of working with an Emmy-winning songwriter called Beth Nielsen-Chapman. And she said that the... The shitty stuff really just marked the page where the good stuff had to go. I've refined that a little in that I say all that crap actually just keeps the seat warm for where the good stuff wants to sit. So get it down and as you're reading it through, you'll notice where the bits that clang are. Then you can go in and fix them. It's not writing. It's rewriting. It's always rewriting. So you may go through one two three four five six seven eight nine or even ten redrafts until you get it right for yourself and point ten the last one for today is just throw down bullet points first get your main points down and then put them in the right order so the most important thing that you want to express should be at the top of the list once you've got the bullet points down Go in and start to write the sub-points around that. And once you've got all that down, then you start to flesh it out with the words really badly at first. Just fill in the gaps between the ideas. Okay, so that's my 10 cents worth of the day. The first 10 things that I really think one has to have in mind when we're looking at copywriting or briefing a copywriter I'm looking forward to doing next week's where we'll be getting in-depth some more of the language and some of the underlying concepts behind the actual write itself so that'll be the next 10 or so killer copywriting secrets for your business I suppose it's how to refine and build once you've got the grunt stuff in place from this episode so let me know what caught your ear and How are you getting on putting these ideas to work in your business? Because I'd love to hear from you. So get in touch via email. That's info at neilcamedo.com and like and share the podcast. Share it with the people that you know in the same field as you because they're not necessarily your direct competitors. So please like, share and review the Cheetah podcast. More people can find it, and that will inspire and compel me to make more content to help more people. Okay, thanks very much for doing that. Go now and do it. So, join me, Neil Caramado, next time on the tutor podcast, and I'll do my best to help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have yourself a fabulous day.